Hey, you made it. There are so many things going on in the world today. You need to celebrate the fact that you took a moment to stop and listen to the word of God through this Heavenly Vision podcast. I'm sure God's going to speak to you in a way that will bless you. So let's get into it. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. Help me, Adrian. He says, thus says the Lord. Stand at the crossroads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way lies and walk in it. If you do so, you will find rest for your souls. Is the heavy part. But they said, we will not walk in it. But I asked the question today, what will you say? You may be seated. Ask your neighbor, what will you say? I know heck of a first sermon, right? <laughs> what will you say? Y'all, now don't shout me down. But as we come into this new year, it must be understood that this is not just a new year. It is a crossroad. You have entered into a season where you are going to be called upon to make a decision once and for all. Are you going to live life like you've been living or prescribe to the life that God has created for you? Are you going to continue to fake your faith or will you press to true hope in Jesus? Are you going to keep playing the victim or finally get up? and find your place of victory in Jesus? Are you going to stay in a sham of a marriage? Or are you going to submit to the sovereign so that he can transform it into a holy union? Are you going to remain ignorant? Or are you going to pursue knowledge? Are you going to keep singing the broke song and I don't have it song? Or are you actually going to budget what you have in your hand so that God can bless you to have more? I'm just asking some questions. Are you going to stifle the gifts that God has called you to, the callings and the abilities in your life? Are you going to stifle them? Are you actually going to get up and become who God created you to be? Are you going to keep waiting on tomorrow or actually realize that tomorrow is today? Will you give up at the announcement of prognosis or will you bombard heaven and receive the healing that God has already declared for you through the power of the healer? Are you going to keep living in what has been or are you going to cross over into what is to become? Make no mistake about it. We are at a crossroad. This is not just a new year. Forget about resolutions. You need a revolution. This is not just another new year. Hear me. This is a prophetic crossroad in your life. 
Now, now, y'all tell me to shut up and sit down if, if, if I'm not in your space right now. But the reality is, even as you dawn into this new year, there are some major decisions you're going to have to make as it relates to whether you're going to keep going where you've been or if you're going to make a new decision and say, this is the road God has for me. I'm going to stop tripping off who is going to hurt and who is going to offend, and I'm going to actually step up and do and be and live according to the way. I just need to talk to who at the crossroad. Meet me at the crossroad. I just, it's everybody. I just need to know who's here with me. Because it does, 2019, the entrance of it, it does not feel like just another new year. But there are decisions that need to be made here. There's some, there's some things, that, there's some contracts that are up. Ooh, I feel like I'm in the room. There, there, there's, there's some agreements that need to be renegotiated. There, 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 there's some forks in the road that we have arrived to. There, there, there's some ultimatums that have reached their due date. And we have to ask ourselves, what are we going to do? Are we going to acquiesce to what has always been? Or are we going to forge ahead and say, God, I don't even know exactly what this looks like, but I trust you. And since I trust you, I'm going to keep on going forward. We are at a crossroad. When we approach our text of focus, we find the people of Israel, listen to this, Pastor Michael, in the height of rebellion. Listen to this. They are far enough from Egypt not to feel the pain of slavery, but are too deep in their prosperity and proclivities to heed the instructions of the sovereign. That's a good note. I think I need to read that again in case somebody got to tweet it. Uh, they, they, they are in the height of rebellion. Rodney, they, they are far enough from Egypt not to feel the pain of slavery. They far enough to Egypt not to know what Pharaoh sounds like. They're far enough from Egypt not to, not, to, not to know what the sound of horses and chariots clinking sounds like. They're far enough from Egypt not to, not, not to look at the Red Sea. They didn't cross the Jordan they didn't walk around Jericho. Walls have fallen. They claimed the milk and honey. They got the, the grapes that were big as a man's head. They all got their plant, plot of land. And they're living in prosperity. But here is the caveat to prosperity. If your prosperity is not managed, here it is, it will, it will manifest your worst proclivities. Here's the point. Unmanaged prosperity will develop proclivities. Because there's some stuff that you can't do when you broke. Man, I feel, I feel God. And I feel like God is about to make some of y'all a thousandaire this year. Oh, say man, ain't good. So, okay, all right, y'all, okay, we, listen. Some, somebody going to get something extra on that check. And you thought it was a bonus. I come to prophetically tell you, no, it's a test. Because he's, he's testing what you're going to do with it. Here it is. And, and I'm, I'm not going to be a fake preacher. I'm not saying that the Lord told you to give it to the church. But I'm going to tell you this. The Lord is going to challenge what you do with it. Because while the church don't look at your bank account, Jesus does. 
Y'all don't, don't, don't read that in the Bible? The Bible says that as they were giving, Christ was looking at the money changers. What they given. Jesus even goes further enough to say that where your heart lies will find your treasure. And so if we are, here it is, if we are not disciplined in our prosperity, you will find yourself basking in your own proclivities. And because it's your own money, because it's your own space, because it's your own car, because it's your own, your own thing, it's your thing, right? You, you will forget the God who gave you that thing. Ah, come on. You will, you will, and this is what happens to Egypt, I mean to Israel. 400 years crying, Savior, deliver us, deliver us, deliver us, deliver us. And once they are delivered, they forget about the deliverer. Can I prophesy to somebody in here? I declare that some of you are 70, ah, thank you. Some of you are 72 hours from genuine deliverance. I, elder, they think I'm a fake prophet. Okay, all right. We, we, we didn't have too many proven prophecies in here for y'all to start doubting what I'm saying in 2019. In 72 hours, there's going to be a handful of people that will have bona fide deliverance. Now, my only instruction to you is, when you come out of that thing, don't forget the God who delivered you. <laughs> 72 hours. 72 hours. What is that, the eighth? The ninth? Somebody better put it on your calendar. You better put it on your calendar and blow up social media. Tell them, it was me. It was me. He gone. I don't know. I just called it like I see it. Um, they, were, they were in the height of their rebellion because they were too detached from Egypt. Now, we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I just want to reiterate this point again as we move forward in this new year. There are some things of your past that you ought not forget. You, you, you ought to acquaint yourself with your brokest time so that you do everything in your power not to be broke again. Okay, I'm okay. We're going we gonna, we gonna to talk real, Pastor Demarie. See, some folk ain't been broke long enough. Get broke broke. Let me tell you what broke broke is. Broke broke is when you broke and everybody that you call on broke. When your backup broke, you, you broke broke. Come on, y'all in here. Man, listen, if I had it, I would. But I ain't even. God, dog. My backup, bro. Acquaint yourself with the hardest places 
so that as you move forward, you have that as a remembrance, as a memorial, and, you, and, and, as, you, and as you start to flirt with your different proclivities, because all of us are going to flirt with them. Let me tell you this. This collar doesn't give me a pass from proclivities. Y'all, listen, I ain't got to get graphic, but all, listen, I got Instagram too. And mine work just like yours. I got eyes. I go to the mall. Come on. I see y'all in these tights, praise the Lord. Not y'all, but, you know. Like, you know you're going to the ball. You know you're going to a public place and you just, okay, all right. And see, now here's the thing. Because I'm going to say don't let the devil use you. Showing off your winter body. Listen. But I will still have to make a decision. Because every glance can turn into look if you're not disciplined. And every look can turn into a. And every turn. And, and watch this. Every step you take back that in that direction gives you more boldness. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm gone, Mike. But I say every step in the wrong direction makes you bolder into doing it. And so by the time that Jeremiah is writing, they are on a crash course to calamity. When, you know, Isaiah's prophecy is so beautiful. And, and in, the, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And, and his train filled the temple and, 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 and all of that good stuff. And, and he's declaring the Jesus that is to come, the Messiah, and, and, and all kind of good stuff. And, and, and Isaiah is the love prophet. He's he, he, he the cousin of royalty. And everybody loves Isaiah. And he's the man. And he get invited to dinners. But when Jeremiah come around. He the one that's been called to prophesy, yet he the youngest one. Sounds familiar. He's, he's, in, he's in a condition, he's in a state where everybody has, has been made comfortable in their mess and nobody's calling them on it. And now God tells Jeremiah, listen, I need you to tell my people, I ain't got no bread for them, I only got a sword. I ain't got no peace for them. I got a sword because I'm tired of the way they're living their lives. Tell my people they have gone and played a harlot. They have gone and done wrong and have done everything that I told them not to do. I gave them a look. They should have never gave you Israelites money. And they've lost sight of God. And so he has to raise up this young brother who don't know no better. And he says, you got to be the one to stand and tell them the truth. And by the time we get to chapter 6, he is in the throes of this calamity prophecy. And when you study the life of Jeremiah, you, you, re you recognize that he doesn't get the same prophetic fanfare that Elijah and Elisha and Isaiah does, that Daniel does. He doesn't get, he doesn't get the in invite to the parties like them. Folks start slapping him, fighting him. It's in your scripture. Read it. They start fighting him. He got to lay on his side for hundreds of days. He got to do all kind of crazy stuff because of who he was called to. 
And let me pause parenthetically and say this. Be sure that you call before you say something. Because you may not like who you call to. You, you, may, you, may, you may be bedazzled by somebody else's call thinking that it's going to mirror yours. But you better be sure, sure. And so, when Yahweh begins to talk to him, they're on a crash course to calamity and, 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 and he, has, he has all type of hard objections and, 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 and the words of destruction for them. But in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, watch this. Yahweh, he says, ah, I'm still benevolent though. See here, there, 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 are th there are three concepts of God. There is Elohim, there's Yahweh, and there is Jehovah. Now, when he says Yahweh, he's referring to him uh, himself as their personal God or as their father God. And so he says, even though I'm Elohim and even though I'm, I'm Jehovah or Yahovah, I still love them. And so in the midst of this crash course that they deserve to be on, he has benevolence toward humanity. And he offers Israel a way of escape in the form of a crossroad. And as they arrive at the crossroad, there are two options. Either continue on the road they've been traveling on or turn to what the scripture says, and this is in your verse, the ancient paths. He says, Stand at the crossroad. In other words, do me a favor. I know you got a lot going on right now, but just stop. I don't know who I'm talking to in this room right now, but I feel God telling some of you just to stand still. Don't make another decision. Don't send another text. Don't, 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 don't say yes to one more thing until you, until you observe what's going on. He says, stand. And observe the crossroad. He says, I need you to understand. Look at what's in front of you. Look back at the path that, you, that, you, that you've been on. See everything you've been doing. And here's the thing. I, we, 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 we don't have to get all churchy about it. You can handle this in your own life. What are the results? How do you feel about it? Are you good with it? If the road never changes from what it is right now, will you be able to handle it for the rest of your life? Just, I, I, I'm not trying to get in your business. I don't know your life. I, I, I'm not at your crib. But I'm just telling you, stop staying right here, right now. Before we leave out of this building, just it, proverbially in yourself, just stand still and look back. Relationships, conversations, choices. He says... Look, and I need you to observe or to recognize or to ask somebody about the ancient paths. Because you see where you've been, but I need you to ask about what has been. Now, what you have to understand is by this time, the children of Israel have been heavily infiltrated by paganism. I'm not going to go into a deep Bible study lesson, but I just need you to understand this. When, when on the other side of 
the, 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 the Red Sea and even all the way up into the River Jordan, they were following the Ark of the Covenant. They were in the presence of God consistently. They had a father, pastor, Moses, who covered them. And then even after he left, they had another father, pastor in Joshua. And he continued to cover them. And then after Joshua died, then they began to be ruled by judges. And then after they were ruled by judges, they began to put their eyes on other kingdoms. And they began to say, wait a minute. I like how they're doing I want to do what they do. I want to go where they go. I want, to, I want to enjoy the thing that they're enjoying, not understanding that every one of those things had a price tag on it. And they lost themselves in their desires for what somebody else has. Please understand, the only reason why the grass may be greener on the other side is that because there's more beep on the grass. Why is the grass greener on the other side? Because there's more manure on the ground. And so why it look good, it don't smell good. And why it look good, if you put your foot in it, you got a problem. And so they made a mess of their lives. They made a mess of their lives. And now God is saying, even amidst Everything you've done, I got an escape hatch for you. So, so Israel, and I believe heavenly vision, and every one of us in this room today have to make a decision. Are you going to, is 2019 going to look like 2018? Or is it going to look different? Or are you going to make a change? Are you going to make, watch this, even if you don't have the ability to change, I hear God saying, I don't need you to change. I just need you to choose. (laughs) Scripture says, how long will you wrestle between two opinions? I just need you to, either you're going to be ratchet or righteous. I just need you to choose. Either you're going to be a thug or you're going to, I just need you to. He says, I have I have placed before you the ancient roles. What are the ancient roles before I get out of your way? The ancient roles speaks of the Mosaic law. The law of Moses that required morality. I know that we live in an amoral society. We live in a post-truth era where whatever's good to you is good and whatever's right to you is right. But I come to let you know that that only works half the time. And it works least amount of the time if you darker. Oh, we're not telling the truth in 2019? There are things that people with a different hue than you can get away with. That if you get caught, y'all talk to me in this church. You going up the river. You got a rap sheet, fam. The reality is we have to make a choice now to follow the laws and to live moral. I know, I know it may sound old school to do what's right, but it's still good. It's still good. It's right is still right. 
right and still, you will still get popped in your mouth for talking crazy to folk older than I wish I had. I wish I had some grown folk in here that slappers still work. I know you got a phone in your hand, but you better drop that phone and slap somebody. If I was Matthew Stevens and I said, slap your neighbor and tell him my slapper still work. <laughs> it still work, Elvis. Morality is still good. And I know we live in a postmodern society to where whatever you want to do is good. And watch this. Here it is. Anything we post can get likes. I need you to understand. The populace do not take, do not dictate rather morality. God does. I'm going to say that one more time. Just because all your peeps are cool with it don't mean it's right. That just means they're as immoral as you are. We have to understand that we have to go back to the Mosaic laws. We have to, here's the thing. Jesus says this. Catch this. He said, I didn't come to abolish the laws. I came to ratify them. I came to affirm them. You still need to obey your parents. You still need to love your God with all your mind, heart, and soul and strength. You still need to not lie. You still need to not steal. You still need to. Ten Commandments ain't go out of style. Come on, all y'all getting tattooed. I, go get that one. The Decalogue, just right here. Just two straight tablets. Come on. Call your artist right now. Tell them I'm coming in next week. I'm getting, I just need right now. Next time you take off your shirt, do something nasty. You see that tin. I'm bye. I'm gone. Right here on the side, right here. Y'all laughing, but I'm giving you strategies for holiness. Job said, I, I, I made a covenant with my eyes so that I wouldn't do wrong. Not only should we apply morality, but he says holiness. That means that we ought to strive to live holy. We ought to strive. Watch this. Holiness, morality speaks of following laws. Holiness speaks of emulating God. God says, be ye holy. For I am holy. In other words, be like me. Who you think you, Jesus? No, but I'm trying to be like him. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to obey him. So we have to now ascribe to holiness so that there's something that you got to make up in your mind I cannot do anymore. Not only morality and holiness, but also the ancient way speaks of obedience. You got to obey somebody. I said this last year, and I'm going to say it again this year. you either going to be a son or a slave. See, sons choose to obey. Slaves are made to obey. Y'all didn't catch what I said. Here, here, here. Listen, you either going to be a, I'm talking to you young, old, wherever you are. you either going to be a son or a slave. A son, they choose to obey the father. A slave has no choice. And so I encourage you to decide, I'm going to be Abba. You my father. I'm, I'm going to obey your commandments because I want to. I'm going to go back and sleep in my own bed because I want to. But the ancient paths also speak of compassion. Compassion. The ancient paths speak of compassion. You, 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 you would remember there used to be a time where as a community of people, we cared about one another. 
where we looked out for one another, where, where it wasn't just about me, mine, and no more. But if we eaten, we eaten. Come on, there used to be a time, y'all remember back before, <laughs> before seatbelt laws, <laughs> before Uber, <laughs> when there was an RTD. Come on, y'all talk back to me for a minute. Well, listen, we all up in here. Y'all get in there, get in the back. Come on, y'all, anybody remember station wagons? Y'all, come on, y'all remember? Oh, let me go all the way back. Anybody remember pickup trucks? Like, you were just, listen, we in here. We up in here. You know, you know before, before, you know, uh, people became lascivious and everybody slept in that one bed together. be a sense of community and so we have to get back to a place where we have compassion for one another that's a living soul you're sitting next to that's a person who thinks breathes feels just like you look at them for a second don't make it weird but just you know glance at them they real people and no matter how stank they may act sometimes and no matter how, how you may feel about them at times they're still worth compassion. Uh, and one of, our, one of our favorite songs right now, I think everybody's singing, everybody posting on Instagram a hundred billion times or so will I. There's a line in the song that says, if you gave your life to love them, so will I. So now my question to you, how great are you that you could decide not to love somebody that Jesus died for? Because clearly you the, you the third coming. He says, go to the ancient paths. I know, it's, I know it may seem old, it may seem antiquated, but he says, go back to the path where we had morality, where we had holiness, where we had obedience and compassion. The ancient paths. And you, you, you're going to hear more of this. Uh, next, next, next week, we're going to have our Vision Sunday. We're going to be scaping out vision for the year. It's exciting. And, 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 our, and our theme for the year is, uh, well, you know, our unofficial theme is the year of decrease. <laughs> that's, that's an unofficial theme. Uh, that's, that's the sub-theme. Uh, but, but, but the principal theme is the year of standard. This is it. He's already established us. But now, on the establishment, he's getting ready to build standard, erect standard on that. Establishment speaks of foundation. Standards speaks of structure. And so we have to, we, you're going to hear this more. We're going to have to go back to the ancient, the ancient ways because that's the way we build. Here's this. I'm not going to go deep here. But the Greek word for, for, for radical is radicalis. Radicalis means the root of. And so what we consider radical is act, in actuality means getting back to the root of it. So what we think is a crazy, amazing, strange idea, that's really what God been telling us to do from the beginning. God ain't never told his people, stay there and don't move. He's always said that you will go from glory to glory. So why are you so comfortable? He said, we're going to go back to the ancient ways. He said, I, I have this path for you. The ancient way, watch this, you keep reading the scripture, it leads to the good way. The good way is the way that God approves. It is the way that is best for you. It is possible that you're living a life that God does not approve of while he's still blessing you. 
It is quite possible to be blessed by God, but not approved by God. Saul still had the crown on his head after God disapproved him. After, after Samuel had to go on a covert mission to Jesse's house to anoint David. David was anointed years before he actually took the throne. While Saul was still the right king of Israel. He had the blessing but not the approval. Can I challenge you in 2019 that before you ask for another blessing of God, ask him if he approves of what you're already doing. Was that good? Before you ask him to give you something else, ask him, hey, hey, Psalm 139, survey this. Is it good? Am I doing right? Is this the right thing we should be doing? Because if not, I don't want another blessing. Because watch this, blessings make you think you're doing good. You can be big and dying. You can be wealthy and wicked. The reality is, is that we have to find the good path, the good way. We follow the ancient paths, which leads us to the good way. And the good way is the way that God approves. Watch this. It is the way that is best for us. My, 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 my son is here. He can attest to this. Every morning before, when, when he was in high school, every, every morning before he left, I would pray this prayer. I would pray a, a myriad of prayers, but one line that I would always rehearse, I would say, Lord, grant my son the grace to make the right decisions and the best choices for himself. I would pray that over him every morning, every morning. Now, here's why I prayed that. The right decision, that's, that, that is the path that God approves. But here's the thing. God gives every one of us a certain level of prerogative in our destiny. And some of us, if we be honest, we're doing all right. But you got a haunting suspicion that you could be doing better if you made a better choice. And so when he says find the good way, it's the way that you will say, God, I'm going to wait for you to approve this. And then after you approve it, I'm going to I'm going to take counsel with you every step of the way. So where should I put my money? So who should I be with? Where should we live? What should we do? Because ain't nobody going to hell because of what neighborhood they lived in. Ain't nobody going to hell because their credit score is less than 600. But if we follow the good way, God could lead us into certain uh, situations that could give us an advantage in life that otherwise we would miss. Am I telling the truth or is this just fairy tale stuff? I want to have the best option. And if you submit yourself to the Lord, he will direct you to, watch this. The Bible says in Proverbs, if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, he will direct thy path. Now, here's the crazy thing. Some of us, we heard where God wanted us to go, and we taken our own road. And that's why you got as many bruises as you got right now. Because you're taking the rough road. You out here like it's still 98 and trying to be a rough rider. But I hear God saying, there is a path 
that drips with abundance. I, my movie buffs in here can only get this. Do I have any, anybody ever seen Ready Player One? There's a few of y'all. See, 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 there's another road where you ain't got to deal with the gorilla. Some of y'all may not get that, and that's okay, and I ain't trying to mess up the movie for you. But you don't, here it is. Can I, I prophesy. Cat, your, your 2019 don't have to be as rough as you're going to make it. The devil ain't got as much authority as you think he does. The Bible says if you resist the devil, he has a, watch this, he has the, the, the he got to flee. Here's the thing. If we entice the devil in one area, he'll make a mockery of us in another because he's already there. So this is why we got to resist him here so he don't beat us there. I'm, okay, I'm moving. I'm moving. The good way leads us to the place, listen to this, where we find rest. And I'm hanging my head up. In this understanding, rest is not a verb. It is a noun. Rest is not something we do, but rather a place we arrive to. This is why you can sleep all you want to and you're still sleepy when you get up. This, this, this is why everything can be dark in the house and everything can be, but you still are not resting. Because rest is not something you do. Rest is a place you find. You got to find the place of rest. You, you, you have to arrive at the place of rest. And here it is. You will never get to the place of rest if you're still striving with your own will. You need a scripture? You need a scripture? There's no rest for the weary. What is the weary? The weary are those who are still contesting with the will of God for the stance of their own will. And so if you're still wrestling with your own will, you can't have rest. You, you, are, you are, rest is illegal to you because you're still wrestling with the will of God. And rest is only found in the will of God. Come unto me, all you who are laboring and heavy laden, and then I will give you rest. You can't find rest on the street. You can't find rest in your will. You can't find rest in somebody else's bed. You got to get in the will of God. Ooh. And when we find the place of rest, he says, you, your soul will rest. Your soul will rest. And with all that Israel was offered, they said, we will not walk in that way. I promise I'll hoop more this year. Listen, my question to you in this first Sunday of the new year is what will you say? We're about to go home. We're going to have our holy meal. Some of y'all like, hallelujah. <laughs> Don't overdo it, preacher, please. What will you say? It's, it's on the screen, it's, but it's not just the title of the sermon. It's a question. What will you say, family? You can set this whole year on a path that's amazing. Or you can go down that same path 
And you can look back at this year like you look back at the last. And it's not that God wasn't there. It's that we made certain choices. Yeah, calamity is befalling the world. Yes. I, I wish I had a greater prophecy. I wish I could prophesy that, 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 that you know, that, that Trump is going to resign and that, you know, Obama's going to come back and, you know, and, and Michelle's going to be his VP and then, and then Oprah's going to be Secretary of State. And... No, that's fairy tale. No, the reality is things are about to get a whole lot worse. But there's an ancient way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a path that if there's a good way that we can take. And if we take it, we will find, hallelujah, we will find a way that is, that is acceptable to God. We will find a way that we will be approved and we will find the best choice for our life. And not only that, we will find rest. Ah, I hear God saying this. Some of you haven't slept good in a year. But if you make this choice today, hallelujah, you will rest better than you've rested in years. Father, we pray right now. We soberly acknowledge the fact that we got a choice to make. We're standing at a crossroad. Father, I pray right now that you would give us a mind beyond what the Israelites decided when they said, we don't want that way. We want to do what we want to do. We want to go where we want to go. We, 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 we choose our own path. Father, we are your sons and your daughters. No slaves in this room. We are your sons and your daughters. And we are saying, we choose you. We choose the ancient paths. We choose the path of morality. We choose the path of holiness we choose the path of obedience we choose the path of compassion and so father god allowed that choice to be affirmed through our actions that we will walk according to your divine will and it is so in jesus name amen amen did you receive a word from the lord today i hope you were blessed by that word now, as you go back to doing whatever you need to do, remember this. God loves you, and we love you too. Let's stay connected. Visit us at hvcla.com.